Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of WZIP's Late Night Local Talent. Today, I am joined by lots of incredible people from Yakabuchi. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Doing good. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Uh, my name is Camden Yakabuchi, um, and uh, I'm the frontman singer, rapper of the band. Yeah, my name is Nick Batten. I play some guitar, bass, whatever we need done. My name's Owen Baker. I'm the lead guitarist. Awesome. Guys, talk about what you got what got you into music. Talk a little bit about how your style comes out and where it comes from. Um I mean, growing up, I never uh I mean, I feel like I, I always loved music, but I I never really liked the music I was surrounded by. I was kind of always in my own in my own lane. Um, you know, never really uh, always wanted to make something different and make my own kind of stuff. And uh, I started getting into creating after I would freestyle with my friends and stuff and kind of like was really inspired by Logic, Kendrick Lamar, um, <clears throat> a lot of lyricists like that and uh, kind of started writing my own, my feelings into rhymes and just really grew from there and started putting songs onto uh, projects like GarageBand um, and taught myself how to mix and master and next thing you know i'm uh making songs in my bedroom and then performing them with these guys what's it like mi learning to mix and master all the music how difficult is it and does it make your work uh, more difficult man I, <laughs> well i mean as an artist like everything is is terrible like every everything <laughs> everything you overthink everything is is never perfect everything is never good enough um but there's also you know beauty to that because being an artist there's always so much you can accomplish but there's also so much that you want to accomplish you know what i mean yeah so you always have that hunger and drive uh especially as someone you know where um i i really like the the fact of myself where i started getting into music it was never about the glamour and the money side of it you know what i mean um it was always just the love for music so having that love for anything you do in life has just taught me that um you know if you work hard you can you can really get there um and so mixing and mastering was just like that was just a point in my life where i was just i didn't have money to go out and to go to these fancy studios to go to these f fancy engineers and uh put my money into that and have them make my song sound radio ready so I'm like, okay, what's the next best thing I can use? YouTube. So I went to the College of YouTube, <laughs> and I taught myself uh, taught myself for hours and hours and hours, and I'm still learning more every day. Um, but it was definitely a long process, for sure. And you talk about your love for music. Obviously, that's something that brought all of you together. So let's touch on that a little bit. What brought you guys together as a group? How did you meet, and how did you decide that this was going to be the right fit for you? Yeah. Uh, that's a great Owen, question. Owen, you want to take that one? <laughs> um, I mean... <laughs> You and I go way back to the very oh, beginning. Oh, we go way of, back. We, well, we, <laughs> can't you tell them. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta oh, tell the gosh, people. You gotta yeah. tell the people whether or not this gets us in trouble or not. <laughs> but Camden and I started really collaborating on music together in our first couple years of high school when we came up with the idea of creating a Christmas covers album. <laughs> so what we did, I won't go into the details of it, but we basically. <laughs> I produced our first two albums. Is this public? School. Is yeah. the is the Christmas it, covers um, public? Uh, you can you can do some <laughs> digging if you look up yeah. on YouTube. You if you look Camden Christmas or no, have yourself a merry little Camden. 
Yes. It may <laughs> it may or may not pop up. All right. Christmas time's around the corner. If you want to, you know, chill with the fam, listen to some Christmas <laughs> music. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's great for all ages. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, back to the question. So, <laughs> so Ken and I spent endless hours in my living room recording this Christmas album and took it to the halls of Still Mineral Falls <laughs> High School to, you know, yeah. spread music to to those who yeah. wanted to hear it. And that actually, like, reminds me, though, like, that might have – no, that was, like, the, the – the fire that I needed though to to, I guess have me figure out how to do this music thing because we uh, our second time we did it was junior year because we like we made it was a little better than yeah. the second time so, well it was, also we it was because uh, like it was just like a, a joke but like we just loved yeah. creating things like and we mm. loved to just like put stuff out there for people to enjoy and like to laugh with us with like it was never really serious but then. We actually, but also a little. But it's a little serious. serious. Like we liked it. We would have some moments where we'd be mad at each other. Like we gotta get these. We gotta get these songs out. (laughs) No, as if like we're dropping this huge EP. (laughs) Still Mineral Falls debut. And we're just stressed because we haven't finished White Christmas yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was good though. Um, because we we went to uh, I think Woodsy's and we bought all this music equipment because we were like <laughs> we need a mic we yeah. need like um audio interface audio interface we need uh to oh we found the bare how, minimum is what yeah we, we found out how to record. use pitch correction on garage band <laughs> yeah um oh that was over um but the thing was like we learned how to use this stuff and after it was over i was like this is so fun and like mm-hmm. i can do this with my own stuff that i've been writing down in my books like why why i should do this um and then we had the senior year. And then um, senior year, I kind of like talent, or what was yeah. that? What night? What? Well, senior year, that? I kind of didn't really tell anyone I was making music until I finished an album. And I remember I showed you for the first time. I was mm-hmm. like, I made this because I was just nervous, like, um, and like I, 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 I wrote this. Uh, if you guys listen to my songs, um, and listen to my song Dreams, uh, I actually write about it in one of the lines where I say. Um, I was I had a book of raps, but I was mm-hmm. scared that all my friends would laugh because I didn't want to show anyone. I was I was nervous because mm-hmm. they would judge me. I was nervous to be, I was just nervous to be judged because it was very different. No one was really doing that. And um, mm-hmm. and then I showed Owen for the first time in the song, uh, one of the songs on our way to a lacrosse game. I think I'll never forget it. And you couldn't believe it was me. And I was just like, mm. I don't know, just had a lot of inspiration in my heart after you uh, gave me that genuine feedback. But after that, it just like. I don't know. It just like spiraled into creating, creating, creating. And then next thing you know, I dropped the mixtape senior year right before we graduated and it got a lot of great feedback. And then, um, and this was when I was just rapping, like I wasn't singing or doing any of the punk stuff we do now, but, um, I, uh, dropped that and then they had us perform at the senior banquet with me in our high school yeah and he he didn't even like you didn't even like play guitar yet no dude yeah this is way before we even thought about oh yeah i literally (laughs) did not even pick up the guitar yet yeah no i didn't even know i could play so we just had him on ad-libs yeah for the senior (laughs) banquet and, and people uh, loved it. And we roll did, the like, clip. Roll the clip. We <laughs> dance moves together. Like we were up there doing choreography. No. Yeah, no, it was lit. And I then, was a few years younger than you guys, but I definitely yeah. saw videos of that. Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. saw videos of that senior banquet. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. And I think man. that performance, that being like the first ever performance of mine, like 
with someone else that isn't like a yeah. band performance or like jazz band or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of started a fire, like just in felt me. Different. Like it's it's a you yeah. you don't really know how to describe how that feels to be performing in front of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. when it does happen, it's like you become addicted to it. You know, you, sure. like, you keep chasing that. That man, it's like a drug, man. Yes. You put more <laughs> of it. No, but um, I want to let Nick t- tell uh, everyone like. Tell oh, yeah. tell them how yeah. how we kind of got introduced. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. let's hear from it. So yeah. I I grew up playing in like uh, pop punk bands and like different like rock things and everything. Started working on uh, producing like a couple people's like records too. I actually went to school with uh, Owen's older brother, and uh, you were back from L.A. right when uh, yeah. Owen brought you into uh, one no, of No, I was. It was like the week before I was moving to L.A. Oh, so you were just yeah. about to head out to L.A. Mm. And uh, I got introduced to uh, Cam and everything through Owen. Just got to chatting and everything. And within, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks or something like that, or maybe it was like a month or so later, uh, I came out and did some video work and sat in like a music video with uh, my brother and I for him. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, we kind of started playing shows together. And I started filling in with you guys within that next year. Nick was just that guy that yeah. knew everything we didn't know. And, and, he, and <laughs> like, he still is. Yeah, he he's, still is. He's got everything. No, seriously. We'll show up to so many venues and be like, oh, my gosh, we don't have these plugs. We don't have this. We don't. And Nick's like, I got you. I got you. Just like a bag of mystery stuff. He just pulls out all these cords <laughs> yeah. that we just randomly need. Yeah. No, but he just – He's been a blessing to our band. Uh, <laughs> He's been a blessing. He's just that consistent optimism that everybody yeah. always needs. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, he's the dad of the group. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Daddy Nick. Daddy Nick. Yeah. No, I just, you know, I, I try and uh, just make sure everybody's uh, heading in the right direction and mm. giving everybody the best tips that I can for everything. And Yeah. You know. Wise words. Yeah, for sure. exactly. Just try and keep everything moving. And I kind of, um, just real quick on, to end that, I just wanted to, like, it's just been a, a beautiful thing because, you know, we have the band and we have everyone and, like, the homies from Stowe, but also, like, it's grown into more than just, like, the band. It's become a family yeah. of people, like, um, my guy James right here, mm-hmm. you know, has been with us from the start, always, like, from just supporting us to taking photos to taking videos like, we just have people that are at our corner just, like, to help us because they believe in us. And, like, to say that and, like, to just see that around me constantly is the biggest, like, blessing I've ever felt in my life. And I'm just so grateful for all of you guys. And, and uh, everybody else behind the scenes, yeah. too. Everyone. The whole team, man. It's <laughs> the like, whole team. Like, we literally have a team that it's, I'm it's, so happy to call my family. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. People bouncing back and forth from L.A. to Columbus, yeah. like, all over the place, you know? Like, like on $4 in their bank account coming mm-hmm. to L.A. <laughs> like, Quick trips to Joshua Tree. <laughs> yeah. All for the oh, vision. Man. All for the Absolutely. vision. Absolutely. It's always good to have a good group of people, and it sounds like you do. Uh, you mentioned the early projects, such as the Christmas albums. That was my next question for you guys. Touch on a little bit of the trial and errors that you had maybe early on and how you guys learned from it. Well, so I guess just to just to easy answer for the Christmas cover, there was really no trial and error. It was just was all error. consistent error, but I guess we didn't really know it at the time. I guess, you know, there's some success in that too. I mean, we, no, for sure. we successfully produced – 
two different albums. Yeah, you were <laughs> I lot. guess. And and the first album was like a twelve track album. I learned how to too. burn CDs. Yeah, there you go. I bet you so. if you walk around Stillman or Falls High no School and ask that. them what a burnt CD is. How do you go onto iTunes? How do you burn a playlist onto a CD? <laughs> when I tell you there was a line at this man's locker the oh day these gosh, Christmas albums dude. dropped, it made no sense. The, and teachers, the teachers were, were buying them. Yes. The teachers were buying dude, them. Dude, they that's, were blasting That's it. hilarious. Cosmala. Shout out shout Kyle Cosmala. Yo, shout he, out Cos. he bought the album and was playing it in his shout stats, out Kester. stats class. Yeah. Dude, she loved it, man. What a, t- what a time to be alive. But uh, no, okay, so back to the question. Um, you said the trials and errors. Yeah. Like of okay. Well. In any aspect. Man, I'll I'll take it like, just the easiest way for me to put this is like if I take it back to after the we we go from the Christmas albums to the mixtape, graduated high school, um, you know I'm all I'm all solo at this point, so it's like everyone's going to college and doing their own thing. That was a fun little you know thing we had in high school, messing around with some music, mm-hmm. but to me. I knew what I had to do, and I knew it was much bigger than that, and I knew it could be much bigger than that. Um, I just had to show everyone else that it's possible. So I moved to Brooklyn, um, New York, right after high school. And when I say, like, I've never had so many panic attacks in my life, like, I've never had such bad anxiety in my life, like, bawling, calling my parents every other day. Like, I'm not ashamed to say it because, like, it made me stronger than I ever could have imagined. And, like... I'm just a kid, 18 years old, graduating, moving to one of the biggest cities in the world by myself. I know nobody, and I'm, and I c- also at this time, like I was constantly on the streets, street performing because I wanted to get like real feedback, yeah, um, on my stuff, and uh, like so I would just street perform, street perform, street perform after classes. Um, I started taking my classes less serious, started going to more open mics, started meeting more people in the music industry, um, and it just was like the hardest thing that I've ever done ever. And I just, but the thing was people would always ask me like how I did that. But the thought of giving up was never on my mind. Like as, as like, it's so hard to describe the way I would, f- I would feel, but just giving up and the thought of that was never even a question for me. And um, so just, and it still isn't like, that's the thing is I knew if I never gave myself a plan B, then you know, one way or the other, something's going to happen from this. And also, you know, I give that I give that to God and I trust God with the path that he has me on. And um, just to be here right now talking to you just shows like we've come such a, a long way from just like everything we've been through together or me by myself. Because, um, you know, I, w- I went to L.A. after New York and after when I was in L.A., I, I was sharing a bedroom with six other guys uh, with bunk beds and like a room half the size of this room and um you know just constant parties and drugs all around me like just so much distraction and so much evil that it was so easy to get in a depressed dark state of mind and music was literally the thing that saved me every single time and like music and my faith and like it saved me every single time so when like people ask me about the hard times that I've had with this career choice, it's just like I've just seen and been through so much that I can't truly ever describe. But just to like keep going and never think of giving up just makes me know like this is gonna work and this is this has to work, you know. And I guess like that's just th- that's when I know that I'm being successful is just to do this every day and uh, kind of be with these guys and 
you know, now that I have them and I moved back to Ohio, it's been so much better mentally, you know, and especially creatively. So been a lot of ups and downs, but, you know, we, absolutely we made it through for sure. So we're about to get into some of the songs here on air that you sent in to WZIP. Kind of go through the order and talk to the listeners about each of these songs that they're going to be hearing. Got you. Um, so the first one is called You're So Cool. Um, it's actually our newest song that we're dropping um, uh, October 13th, which will they'll probably, you know, it'll probably be out by the time you're listening to it. Um, and that basically w- is uh, actually is our first song we made from scratch together. Um, this, this guy right here <laughs> is probably the mastermind behind the um, instrumentation of that one. Uh, we kind of just is got Nick. For the people that can't Nick, see, oh it. yeah, for Nick Who Batten, <laughs> Nick Batten from uh, Chill Rock fan. Uh, no, we uh, we sat in his basement and uh, we just wanted to. When I moved back to Columbus, um, I wanted to m- just be more involved with the band and make more songs with the band and just kind of turn Yakabuchi into a, a collective instead of just a solo thing, you know. And so this was the first step was to make a song together, and uh, kind of the idea behind the song was going back to those mistakes and failures we've been through kind of flipping it on its on its head and making it uh more of like an optimistic thing and saying our failures and our mistakes have been the best thing for us and like have been better than our successes because we've learned so much we've grown so much and just being able to go through that and uh say we've gone through you know i mean all of us have gone through everyone has problems everyone makes mistakes and everyone does this and that but to to be proud of those mistakes is that's what makes you so cool and uh you know the title is kind of like a sarcastic title like oh you're so cool man you know you're perfect you live this perfect life you Mm -hmm. have this perfect lifestyle but no one's trying to be perfect because the cool kids are the ones who are failures who are you know who make mistakes and um we kind of wrote that song for the outcasts and you can hear in the lyrics uh, and kind of in the feeling of it, it's very optimistic song, uh, high energy. You know, I actually got a comment on someone I showed the song to saying, you know, it made him want to go back to the 2000s and uh, skate at the skate park while listening <laughs> to some like Blink 182. Um, but yeah, that, Nick, you want to chime in on that one though? Yeah, you know, I think that song came together over the course of like a couple months, a uh, few different sessions, just like tweaking like little things here and there and it was like we had to really figure out what the structure of that song was going to be we chipped away like a couple different parts we were changing stuff and finally got to the point where it's just like you know what this feels right like let's lock this down let's finalize all the lyrics like get everything like actually moved into like uh, a song format because it was just pieces of stuff before but uh, i think it really came together it's punchy it's super high energy moves quick Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, you, you just, like, find that thing where the voice of the song, like, meets the messaging, too, and it turned out super well. Yeah. The, um, <clears throat> you want me to talk about the... Yeah, go ahead. The, uh, the next one, though, uh, is called Daylight, and uh, Daylight was kind of the... I don't know. It just... <laughs> Daylight was a different song for us. Like, Daylight was kind of, like, the introduction to the... Let's take this alternative, like punk side and just run with Mm -hmm. it and uh still blending in like it has the blend of the the punk pop rap alternative like whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it um mixed with everything that i've been inspired with throughout my music journey 
into this one song and um it's just definitely been the most loved and the most um just like appreciated song i think we've made um shout out to omer back in la um, my man killed it with this production um we worked on this together from scratch as well and um we kind of just we just knew like when when the chorus comes in you just know like this is an anthem that you're just gonna you just scream at the top of your lungs at our concerts and yeah it really live is. that pops off <laughs> it really is man like so i energy. love crowd surfing to this song <laughs> oh, man um i wish i, I wish i could you know, uh, gosh we gotta we gotta get this man to crowd surf with his guitar <laughs> uh, no, but that's give it a try we're not we're not gonna do it i just think about hitting somebody in the head with my guitar oh, come on you know um actually you're too though, kind owen <laughs> I do what I can, you know. It's not much, but it's honest work. Honest work. I told, uh, I think I told Owen this the other day. Um, when I make my rap stuff, it's more of like the guy community that really, really rocks with it. When I make my poppy, lovey stuff, I notice more of the girl community likes it. Um, but when we dropped Daylight, I had every type of person tell me that this song is incredible. So that just like showed me okay, this is something we should really, really d dive into. And um, that's why, you know, our new song, You're So Cool, is also that same kind of upbeat, crazy energy. Um, and also, you know, if you haven't seen a show, I recommend you get out to one. But uh, we just always love to have that energy and be super wild when we're on stage together. It's super fun. Um, but the last song is called uh, Wake Up. And Wake Up was also uh, another kind of – it was more of a like a electronic punk instrumentation. Um, I don't know, really know how to describe that one, but <laughs> it's it uh it was a great great song um, to really experiment with my sound because uh, I did kind of stretch out my vocals on that one and tried to reach for some notes that I usually am not used to and try to test myself and it came out. I was super proud with it and that was actually the first song that me and Owen worked on together. Yeah. Um, Owen had that solo. Tell tell him what that process was when we were recording oh, that. <laughs> it was, you know, you just gotta leave the expectations at the door with this guy because <laughs> he, I, I, I mean, you're it, very hard on yourself, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, with Camden and writing guitar parts for him. Uh, fortunately for me, I am able to play by ears. So when I hear something, I can play. He's very good at that, by the way. I will add. I'm okay. I'm no, honest. he's really <laughs> I'm good honest, at that. Okay. This man doesn't know how to read music, but he'll play something if he hears it in two anyways, seconds. Anyways. It's pretty impressive. It is. But So Camden will like sing something, and then I'll play it, and then I'll be like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> and then he'll sing something like, okay, I like this, but take this and do this. And it just gets really complicated and frustrating, but... I don't know. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but it was it was really interesting. I mean, I've never done anything like that before. I've never featured on one of his songs. Mm -hmm. And then with that, we it got super to cool. do the music video together, which yeah, I've never flew done out that. for the music video in L.A. Yeah, was that the first time I came to L.A.? No, I don't think so. The second. It was the first like business trip to L.A. Right. Like, oh yeah, I actually <laughs> felt like I was. You know. I had a job to. <laughs> but now, yeah. now when we perform it live. It kills that solo. Oh yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> I kills it. Sometimes I mess up, but <laughs> no. that's all. That's all part of it. But yeah, all three of those songs, I'm super proud of. So um, hopefully, you guys like them too. You touched a little bit on live performances. Talk about how your shows work and what the process of creating one for your fans is. 
Um, so when I first started performing live, um, you know, it was solo with a DJ. Um, shout out to Andy Strider. Um, but uh, we kind of, we both at that time, were, we were more inspired by Travis Scott. Like Travis Scott performing live. I saw him two times in concert and I was like, this is the energy I want to bring to the stage. That man goes crazy. But there was like, there's only so much I could do by myself that I realized, you know, I can jump up and down and scream at the top of my lungs so much, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and also the music I was making wasn't really fitting that vibe. So, uh, I started getting inspired by 21 pilots, super, super heavy. And, um, I started watching their performances and watching, you know, I loved their costumes and I love them bringing a different kind of just something different to the, to the stage. Cause you know, when I was when I was street perform, like no one's going to pay attention unless you make them pay attention. You know what I mean? You have to show them something that's different. And that's like you're not just another voice on the street performing. You want to stand out. So you got to do right. something crazy. You got to move your body. You got to point at people, whatever it takes to just get someone engaged, just one person. And then the rest are going to follow. So when I was, you know, doing these other shows and I started having the live band with me, that just brought a whole nother energy having the live instruments just amped up the energy completely and having more people on stage allowed me more time to rest, to do more crazy things and to have more energy. So like, you know, if it would be Nick talking on the mic and then I could catch the breath, grab some water. Um, and then also I would, uh, write out my set list, but next to the songs of each, each one, I would have, um, an action for the crowd written next to it. So I could know how I'm going to control the crowd on this part of the song, you know, whether that's, everyone's hands up waving side to side whether that's me jumping into the crowd whether that's um everyone just jumping up and down i mean there's so many things you can do and i tell other artists who actually come up to me and will ask me like who have opened for me or whatever just see me perform they'll be like how do you get the crowd to listen to you and i'm like once you are on the stage and the lights are on you and everyone's eyes are on you they are your puppets like it oh, for sounds sure. crazy, <laughs> but they are your puppets. Like you can tell them to lift their left hand in the sky. Everyone's lifting their left hand. Like if a crowd is loving you, they're going to do what you're saying. So I even started having them sing with our song. I got you like, Oh yeah. Before. Yeah. Before we start playing, like we would just have them, have them sing the chorus. You want to tell them about that? Yeah. You would just kind of like build in these like crowd interaction, like moments. And I think starting off, uh, early in sets too by like almost like building trust and like giving the crowd energy they will start like returning that as well too like he said yeah. there's you start off with the small things you like get into the set get some interaction talk with some people do the thing and like you almost like build that trust back and forth that like everybody's on the same team like between everybody on yeah. stage and the crowd too and that's someone something or that's something i always say is um usually the first couple songs i'm like I, one will bring them closer together and two let them know that we are all a family tonight like everyone here you might not know each other but we're all one family and we're all here for a good time and uh you know once everyone's like yeah you're right like let's have some fun then they're just like going crazy and uh so just bringing that that energy to the stage is it's just an adrenaline you just can't even describe <laughs> oh man it's i'm a different like i i dude, honestly can say i'm a different man when since, i'm on that stage since west virginia i have been just craving our next show oh my gosh that's why i love street performing because it's just like let's yeah. just go do it again somewhere randomly pop up 
but yeah. What's your favorite crowd action that you have the fans do? Oh, dude, I love doing the uh, phone, like, flashlights and stuff. Oh, that's for, so pretty, uh, yeah. I got you and everything. <laughs> when we have flashlights out, that's, that's yeah. pretty. Um, honestly, <laughs> it's just, like, when I when I tell them to put two hands to the sky and, like, they know I'm about to jump in, like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like, yeah. that's just – there's no better feeling than just putting your arms out and just – I clo- like, literally, I'll close my eyes and just – Hope for the best. The, huh? I just hope yeah. for the best. <laughs> I will say – You ever been dropped? I will yeah. say, <laughs> Go ahead and touch on that. Oh one man! Can. So we just wrapped up like our first ever tour and um, our Columbus show. It was the first time we ever played in Columbus. Um, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't see who was in front of me. Like I couldn't because the lights are blinding my eyes. Yeah, pe- right. Like, people don't understand that when you're standing in a crowd because they can yeah. see you perfectly. But after but like the first three or four rows of people, it's just. It's like dark. black outlines yeah. of heads. Basically. I just see, I just see outlines yeah. of people. So I'm like, is this a big dude? Is this a little girl? Yeah, you can't like, tell I don't, all. I have no idea. So we were, uh, we were getting amped up. You know, the drop of daylight was coming back, and I was like, oh gosh, all right, I'm about to jump in the crowd, have them put their hands up. I just fly, and then next thing I know, they caught, they caught my legs, but no one was there to catch my body because they <laughs> oh. scattered, like they ran out of the pit, and then. So I got flipped, landed directly on my head. I I swore I saw stars for a second, but like <laughs> I said, I had so much adrenaline, bro. Like I, you played you, you it don't, off really well. You don't feel anything. No, you pop right back up when that yeah. happens. No, yeah. I felt it the next day for sure. But um, in the moment, no, I just popped up and I was like, <laughs> brush it off. All right, let's yeah. do this. But that was also fun because I climbed the, the ceiling. Yeah, you're hanging off that barrier on the. That was a good one. That now the live shows are the cool thing about it is it's so different. Like day to day, every crowd's different too. You just have to get a good feel for like what that room's like, what that stage is mm. like, and uh, you oh, get to like get in the mix thing, yeah. and like you know every day's a little different. Yeah, you gotta you gotta read the room. Mm-hmm. Gotta read the room. Like we just did a, a show at OSU. Um, it was called Porchella. Yeah. It was like it was just like a little Coachella type of festival on on the porches, mm-hmm. and. We were playing our set, and uh, basically, I just, I don't know. I was not feeling the vibe of the crowd, and we were just background music, like, pretty much. We just turned into background music while everyone else was just having some drinks. And I'm like, this is this is not working. So I was like, I went up onto the roof, and uh, he, Nick tossed me up the mic from the from the bottom of the porch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so crazy. There's people walking down the street. He's on the roof, just slamming the last couple songs. You know, it's, it's like, so fun. Got but everybody's like, attention yeah, real quick. Once yeah. I did that, I'm like, okay, now y'all gonna listen to me. You even told me you were considering jumping off at one. Oh, point. I was gonna jump off. The wow. Roof I'm like Camden. Let's think about this for a second. He goes, I don't care. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Dude, come on, man. I just, I just, I don't know. That would have been stuff. cool though. Right onto the onto like a table. I was just like trying to get on bar table. stool. I was literally just <laughs> trying to get on bar stool and get some get some. Wow. You definitely would have. I know. <laughs> but yeah. No, that being good. said, yeah, it's like the live show is like a hundred percent different every time. Like that w- yeah. that's just a good read of like the crowd in the situation where you're like, All right, mm-hmm. I just gotta ramp this up if we're gonna get uh some more attention and eyes back right. to what's going on. I mean, it's a crowded street full of people, everybody's moving between all the different houses. It's like how are you going to be the one that grabs their attention? Yeah. Jump oh, off the roof. And then, <laughs> dude, I remember that story I told you. I was at the BMV, oh, like, man. a couple weeks later. And uh, it's just, like, dead silent in there. And then next thing I know, this kid just stands up. He comes over to me. He's like, 
Yakabuchi. I was like, I was like, yo, what's, <laughs> what's up, man? And he's like, dude, he's like, I saw you jumping on the roof across from the street. Like, he's <laughs> like, I was walking down the street. I saw you jump on the roof. He's like, all my roommates followed you and were listening to your music. He's like, can I take a picture and put it in our group chat? And I was like, sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it worked. It worked. It worked. Got the exposure. Yeah. Also, speaking on the topic of exposure and getting your name out there, uh, obviously the point of this segment is featuring artists from this area. So talk about what it means to be from the Akron area and pushing your music out to everyone around the country. Man, I mean, Ohio Ohio is a different type of love. Like, I just – I'll always represent Ohio until the day I die. Um, just the sense of community, the sense of family out here, the sense of just, like – just a, it's like a healthy love out here, you know, because I've lived in Brooklyn and I lived in L.A. And I just could never find that home feeling, you know. I could never find that sense of love that I always got when I was here. And it's not even just from my family or people I know. It's just from people you see at the grocery store, people who tell you to have a good day, you know, at the BMV or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just it's a very different kind of vibe out here, which I'll always appreciate and be grateful for for growing up in such a supportive community. Um, and I know like a lot of people aren't blessed enough to say that. And, um, you know, I truly, truly hope that, you know, everyone can have that sense of love that we've been blessed to grow up with. But, um, just, I don't know, like the, um, I don't know. You want to yeah, touch on I that? I mean, genuinely like the art and music out here is just so different too. Like, yeah, I've been all over the place playing shows and everything, but there's no better place to go see like a house show, a club show, and then like go up to like the house of blues or mm -hmm. even like the queue and just like hang and see shows yeah. and stuff. Like any level there's stuff going on. There's a bunch of different things. It's and like the pr appreciation for the music. Yeah, though. it's there. You know, it's I think a lot like, bigger. um, the artists that are from here, even like going all the way back into the 70s and stuff to even like you were saying with Columbus, with 21 Pilots or even Akron's own like yeah. Black Keys. Like right. there's just so much stuff happening that came out of this area. And I think we draw on a lot of different like musical styles. And I think some of that is informed by like Northeast Ohio and just the yeah. commitment it has to all these different genres of music. Yeah. In L.A. when I was living there, um, if you would meet someone from Ohio instantly – it's like that's love. your best friend now. It's best <laughs> friend. Like it was the weirdest thing how many people I would meet like from Ohio and LA, but every single time was dude, give me a hug. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like you're from Ohio. Actually, I went to a party in Beverly Hills. It was an Ohio party. Like every almost every single person there was from wow. Ohio. And it was the craziest thing. Like MGK's band was there and like um I don't know if you know Jero, but he's a Columbus rapper um who LeBron was was tight with him. But, like, just from big to small, just people who were from Ohio were at this party in Beverly Hills, and it was just an incredible time. Like, it's just something about Ohio. Like, you know, there's a laughing stock if you're not from here, but if you're from here, you know you know that feeling. It's, yeah, it's just, community. It's community. <laughs> it's love, baby. It's love. Spontaneous question. How often do you get told that you look like MGK? <laughs> uh and for the listeners, <laughs> if you go to our social media or the podcast, uh, you'll see the picture of the group and be able to <laughs> form your own opinion on this one. Uh, but I feel like that's got to be a frequent question. Yeah, you know, I, so this is like uh, I think one of the funny things uh, just being from this area, too, is uh, a lot of people's like frame of reference happens to revolve around that, especially in like the younger like punk rock scene. I think 
you find like your individuality and in not necessarily like maybe the place you're from, but like the music that you make too. It's like the art in itself, the music is so different, but I think like people's frame of reference just always starts with what they know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, we definitely like get that. <laughs> Uh, like a good yeah. amount too, no, I, I do going on to like college campuses <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Walking, people like chirp you. They're like, dude, they chirp <laughs> all the time. Like we were walking, yeah, we were remember? walking home from the bar, from the I was bars doing in that, Columbus, you know? and uh, <laughs> and some dude just walks by. It's like, is that MGK? I was like, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, no, I'm not ashamed to say like uh, I take a lot of inspiration like from MGK for, for sure. He inspires me a lot, especially being from here and just. Yeah. Also, the fact of no one really taking him serious and people still ripping on him all the time. And uh, he just still does what he loves. And um, I've actually been blessed to know a lot of not know, but like I've met a lot of people in his circle um, when I was in L.A. And just like everyone's very, very supportive and friendly. And, you know, if, if that's his team he's working with, then I know that you know, he must be a great guy and maybe one day I'll meet him. But. Um, no, I definitely take a lot of inspiration from him with his style and his music. And, uh, it's like, it's, I don't think it's ever wrong to, to be inspired by another artist and to love that. But also I love the fact that people will call me that because that just means I stick out. And the more I stick out, the more people are going to ask me what I do. 100%. The more Absolutely. people are going to be intrigued to, to listen to our music. And man, ever since I moved back to Ohio, I get so many people asking me what I do or just like, you know, his nails are painted like, <laughs> you know, but it's, I love it. I love standing out and being unique. Absolutely. Before we get ready to close out and let the listeners enjoy your music, where can WZIP listeners find you on social media, find your group or, and where can they find your music? Yeah. So, uh, you can follow us at, uh, Yakabuchi, Y-A-C-O-B-U-C-C-I. Um, and if you just search that on any music platform, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, um, anything you can listen to music, we're all on there. And um, you can also, we have a lot of uh, great uh, music videos on YouTube. Um, if you want to give us a, a subscribe on YouTube, we got a lot of good stuff and a lot of time and effort that went into so many music videos. Um, so if you want to take some time to watch those, but I'll let these guys uh, give their and the vlogs separate too. socials. Oh yeah, we also behind the scenes. Yeah, if you guys like vlogs, um, we have a lot of good tour vlogs and behind it's the scenes. Very funny. Um, very I funny. guess just like a quick side note on that. Um, I've made, I started making vlogs when I started taking this career serious uh, when I first moved to LA, and it is one of the cringiest things you will watch. But yeah. just this, <laughs> if you go back to the first vlog, which is like. I don't know. It's 2018, 2019. I think it's 2019. Um, just from when the vlog started to the last vlog we just put out, man, I swear, like, it just makes me so emotional every time just because I'm like, I want you guys to be a part of this journey. I want everyone that is a fan of us to just be there with us. And I just want to, you know, when I'm content with where I'm at in my life is when I can show kids and people who like me that this is possible. You watch that first vlog, and then maybe one day you see us selling out Madison Square Garden in the next vlog from the most recent one. Just to see that journey and to show you physically right there, look, this is possible. This is where I was. This is where I'm at. Now you can do it too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've done my mm-hmm. job. I think one of the like weirdest cases that we've had like that uh, just over the last like couple of years was uh, 
opening like down in the Viper Room lounge basement, and we watched this band like headline the yeah. main stage in the Viper oh Room, and we were just like, man, we would love to do that. And it was like six months later, we're headlining that stage, just like this is crazy. Yeah. That's we incredible. literally talked about this. Like, yeah. That was one of the most. Um, Crazy. We oh, really yeah. manifested that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we, I remember standing crazy. there watching that band. Like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> it was the guy, the guy playing the guitar, Jimmy oh, Hendrix, dude, with the yeah. octave on, no, playing he was dude, going Marshall, I literally man. turned to you guys. Was like, yeah. we're gonna be on the stage. It was insane. Yeah, I did not crazy. think it would be six it months later, but yeah. it, things move quick, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just gotta keep going. Yeah, um, but let them know where they can follow you guys too, like on the on the personals. On the personal, if you guys want to, you guys want to give give some uh, DMs to our guitarists over here. No, <laughs> all you single ladies out there. No, 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 no. Well, all right, let them know. It's Owen Baker. That's it. At it's Owen Baker. But you know, we'll keep it business. Uh, business <laughs> casual. We'll keep it business Sorry, casual. Uh, chill, ladies. Chill, chill on them. Yeah, come on, ladies. Yeah, no. At Bad Nick <laughs> is is the is the move for all of the random music stuff and uh, projects that give I'm my, working on. Give my boy James a follow. James, <laughs> James, get in here. Come hey, on in, everybody. Here, James. Uh, yo, roll the claps. Roll the claps. Well, this is James Sanderson, everyone. Uh, James Sanderson. It's at James three one six zero underscore. I think. Be honest. It's a goat right there. <laughs> nice. It's the man. The man behind the camera. Catch some <laughs> he, just, he just knows what you guys, you know, want to see. Want to see. <laughs> Amen, <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Any final thoughts before we close out, guys? Any advice you want to give to any listeners? If Actually, that's a good question. Before we close out, any advice to anybody else that's looking to make music and kind of follow the same journey that you have? Yeah. Um, man, if you're – you're listening and uh you know whenever you watch this see this whatever if you have a dream whether that's music whether that's to you know be a firefighter whatever it may be um never let that die because i've seen so many people who um even close to me that just like have a have a passion have a fire in their eye that i see but then just have the regret of never chasing that and that was the biggest thing for me when I was in Brooklyn was, you know, if I couldn't live with myself if I didn't try this because I would every single day wake up with a sick feeling in my stomach that I never even put in the effort to see what would come from this dream. And, um, you know, it's very like it's very sad to see a lot of people um, just from, you know, peop- just from the world we live in now and social media and TikTok just kind of making it harder and harder for these kids to want to be themselves and want to stand out because there's so much judgment and hate and just so much negativity out there um, with people behind the screens of their phones. And once you just block all that out and you put that aside and you just focus on what you truly love and um, you focus on a passion that you have, I promise, I promise, I promise, it's going to be the life that you've always wanted for yourself. And it's going to be hard it's gonna be terrible it's gonna weigh you down you're gonna cry night after night after night but it's gonna make you stronger than you ever thought was possible and if you just believe in that and you know i don't know if you believe in god but just trust god with everything you have and uh you know he'll lead the way every time yagabuchi Thank you so much for joining us here today on Late Night Local Talent. We're super excited to share your story with everybody, get it out there, bring some attention to you. For the listeners, make sure you tune into Late Night Local Talent every Monday at 10 p.m. 
for lots more artists like Gakabuchi, even though, in my humble opinion, these guys are the best. So stick with us on WZIP and make sure you give Yakabuchi a follow on all platforms and stream their music as we go throughout this interview. Thanks again for being here, guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you.